Hey, Democrats, it's me, Lynn Moira Dichter, and time for Chat with the Chairs. It's your weekly peek behind the curtain as to what's going on with the Seminole County Democratic Party across Seminole County, across Florida, and across the nation. I don't think we're live yet. Hang on. Oh, there we go. We're live. You guys didn't see the ticker. You didn't see the countdown. I'm really sorry about that. Something happened, and here we are. It here is we three are. O'clock. It is Friday, and it's if it's Friday and 3 o'clock, that means it's Chat with the Chairs. My name is Lyd Moira Dichter, and along with the vice chair of the Seminole County Democratic Party, Tracy Kagan, we sit here every Friday for 30 or 45 minutes, depending on how worked up we get about whatever we're talking about. And we will solve the world's problems. Now, we want you to be part of this thing. So I want you to go to the uh, chat bar and say happy Friday and talk about what is, you know, what are you worried about? Um, what is happening in your world? What is happening with you politically? We've had a busy week. I just got back from a, what is the, um, from a speech downtown Orlando. I am, you know, it's been, it's been a crazy week. For oh, me. yeah. Do, tell me about, tell me about how that went at Tiger Bay today. Yeah, it was great. I mean, it was like old home week, saw lots of people I knew, and it was fun. So I'll tell you about that. I will also tell you that we started off the week. Uh, let me just explain to those people who are new. I don't know where you've been for the last couple of years, but uh, <laughs> what we do is uh, we look back at last week, we look ahead at next week, and then we talk about current events. We then talk about our favorite topic, which is food. And we, of course, uh, you know, comment to you in the in the chat bar. Now, I am hoping that we are live. There's been a little bit of a, of a hiccup. So I think, really? that, I think well, that we're live. Let's see if somebody's out there that can text us and, and let yeah, us yeah, know. Yeah. So that's, that's right. So that's what we do every single Friday. We will recap, uh, you know, the week that went by uh, right now. And then we'll talk about what's coming up um, this coming. Yeah, week. Lynn. I, okay. So we'll talk about what went by, but I am curious about uh, Tiger Bay, how that went today. Uh, yeah, I was speaking um, with um, uh, the uh, the speaker was the a book author and people who are, are journalists who wrote a book about Trump and DeSantis and how they are just intersecting and, and just the cluster that that uh, you know relationship has become. It is all the dirt that you could possibly imagine from journalists, and that was the main speaker and the keynote. It was excellent. Um, this is something that used to be the place to go on a Friday for an hour, hour and a half. Oh, I used to, I used to go every Friday. I got to pick that up again. Yeah. It's once a month and it is really exciting um, to, you know, to participate, to be in the room with all of these movers and shakers. I felt like a slacker, you know, they were really great. Now what I was asked to do was to talk for two or three minutes about uh, what's going on in Seminole County as the chair of the party. I was supposed to be joined by the chair of the Republican Party of Seminole County, but he had a prior engagement. Oh. Um, then they asked, so I thought they were going to cancel, but they found somebody else, their state committee man, um, you know, who is the liaison like we have for us. You know, we'll mm-hmm. talk about that in a little bit. But yeah. that is the, so that guy, I get a text right before I'm ready to leave to go run downtown. That guy got COVID. So he's not coming. So then they went to the woman who is the vice chair. And uh, she was there. I recognize her name because she pretty much trolls me all the time on Facebook. So I, I know that she knows who I am and I recognize her name. I don't know if I've ever actually seen her in person. Maybe I've seen her at a school board meeting. But uh, yeah, I recognize the name. And so she went first and uh, talked about uh, some of the upcoming things that the Republican Party is doing in Seminole. And then I spoke for two or three minutes about how 
you know, how great the SEMDEMs are and how we are moving and shaking and on everybody's radar screen now because of our past successes in 20 and 22 and all of that. So it was, you know, I was there to do what I do best, which is be a cheerleader for the SEMDEMs. And so I did that. And, and then we sat down and then the real speaker came up. Did you stay? Did you stay for lunch? I did. Yeah. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Yeah, They were nice enough to offer me, you know, to come next month. It's interesting. They're talking about, excuse me, election integrity um, Mm -hmm. with various supervisors of election who are. Oh, I'll go to that one because that's um, a good one. Um, I don't know if Bill Cowles will still be um, in Orange County by then. I think he's um, retiring at the end of this month. This thing is in early February, one of the first Fridays in February. And so we are, you know, um, I don't know who they'll get. I don't know who they will appoint or, you know, who will for Orange County. I don't know who, but I imagine that Chris Anderson will be the Seminole County supervisor, spokesperson, if you will, for us. Um, but yeah, so it has been whew, this week. The second week of the month is always for me very stressful for so many reasons. Number one, we've got this big event uh, that we're having and we call it our general meeting. And it has over 100 people all the time. We always try to get interesting speakers. Last night we had, when I look back at the week that just went by, that is something that just went by to me. And I, I almost feel like a, you know, a uh, letdown after it's over because I get all worked up, you know, trying to plan and keep the programming interesting for the new people who show up. And last night, no exception, we get dozens and dozens of new people coming to our meetings, which is really something that makes me so happy. Yes. Um, so anyway, so last night was was terrific, but boy, do we have a busy week coming up. Let's talk a little bit about some of the things that we talked about um, at last night's meeting. Okay, let um, me get a word in. Let me get a word in. You're like going on a diatribe, and I love you, but let me just get a word in there. All right, what we have coming up this week is, first of all, tomorrow, very, very important, we're doing our Canvas Crush. We are doing, as Lynn likes to point out, four, four things to get out votes, to get our votes that have been unactivated, get them reactivated and make sure because they dropped off the face of the earth to get them reinvolved and so that they can vote for the president coming up in November of 2024. So we're meeting at the SEMDEM's office at 10 a.m. And I'll be there, Lynn will be there as well as 25 other volunteers that signed up, but we need more. So if you're listening to us, come on down. You'll be given a turf. That's an area to cover. The areas are not all inclusive. You have to get in your car and drive to different areas because everybody doesn't live in one pocket that has been unactivated. So we have to circulate and go. You can go with another person. Typically, I go with Lynn or I'll go with Jerome. And when someone drives and I'll run out of the car, it's easier that way if you do it in terms of two people. So that's what we're doing tomorrow. Then I know that we have on... um, I don't know what we have on Sunday, but I know Monday I'm going to be, and I cannot believe it's a year already, back at Crooms Academy for our Martin Luther King parade, which I feel like it was yesterday that you and I walked with Wayne and, you know, we went there. So I'll be there on uh, Monday and I'm drums coming with me and we're going to walk it. And then from there, we're going right to Mellon Park, Fort Mellon, because we are having a Martin Luther King uh, festival. They are. 
and we have a booth, but more importantly, we have someone very important who's finally coming to Sanford and give us and shine on us and give us a little love. And that's our FDP fearless leader, Nikki Freed. And she will be coming to speak to everyone. It's very exciting. And Martin Luther King Day is a very important day. I know the rest of us are like, oh, I have a three-day weekend. And I personally am so happy because the courts are down. But I will be working. I will be working at the parade and I will be going and enjoying the festivities and celebrating that whole movement because that movement has been shunned by our current establishment in Tallahassee, who does not think that uh, black history has any significance or any place for AP studies and who has banned books by many African-American authors. So I think it's very important for us to show solidarity with our people and they are our people. They're diverse. We're diverse. We have a big umbrella. Everybody comes to it. So Sunday, Monday, Lynn and I will be at the parade, and then we will be at Fort Mellon. It, okay. it, people, it, it, it marches through historic Goldsboro and ends up in uh, downtown Sanford by the lake. This year, Fort Mellon Park is again closed. So the, the festival will be closer to the Sanford Civic Center, uh, outside and inside both. The send, look for the big blue tent because the Sendens will have a tent. Um, out there as well. Now we have a lot of volunteers who want to walk with us. We have other volunteers who want to set up these tents. But the cool thing about Seminole County, in addition to having the focus of our FDP chair, Nikki Freed, is that there's a second parade and festival that in Oviedo. So if you live mm-hmm. closer to the east side and if you live in Winter Springs, if you live in Oviedo, you live in the rural boundary, you live over there, there is a great parade and festival happening also, same time, same bat channel. It's at 8 o'clock or 8.30, something like that. The parade marches through Oviedo, and then there's a festival as well at a park. So if it's the Sanford one, start the parade starts, I believe, at 9, or we're gathering 8.30 to 9 o'clock. Uh, so yeah, Sanford, we have to be at Crooms Academy by, uh, by 8.30, and then, you know, we wait until all the bands go, until our number goes, and then we march. And then I think from 10 o'clock to 1 in Sanford at Fort Mellon. Is um, the festival. I, I don't know what time Nikki's arriving, but. I think she's marching with us. I have to oh. call some. I think oh. she's actually marching. Oh, that'll so, be terrific if she marches with us. That'll be terrific. Yeah, I think that would be great also. So um, whether she comes to the festival or whether she marches through Goldsboro, either way, it is important because, you know, look, when when the light shines on Seminole County, we know that when Democrats vote Democrats, you know, when people vote, Democrats win. We know when Sanford votes, Democrats win. We know when Goldsboro votes, Democrats win. And this is a time to stand in solidarity. You know, the Republicans aren't going to have a booth. They're not going to have a mar- uh, uh, an entry in the parade. They just are not interested in that particular base. No, they're not voters. interested oh. in minorities. I no. watched um, the town hall just briefly with Trump the other night because Jerome was channel surfing. I'll pan that audience. There was not an African-American in that audience. It was homogenous. It was white, white, white. I have never seen Republicans at any kind of African-American gathering in Seminole County. They do not show their face to to honor Martin Luther King. They pay lip service to it. So um, I do know the chair of the Seminole County Republican Party is an African-American person, but... Interesting. Um, yeah, I know. So that's that's kind of it. I also know that they have invited, God, what is his name? He's a Florida Republican congressman to their Lincoln Day dinner, which is coming up in four weeks. Not that I want to give them any publicity, but they are inviting Byron Donalds or some some joker from uh, another part of the state who is uh, also an African-American. I never understood why 
a gay person would be a Republican. I never understood why a black person would be a Republican. I hardly understand why a woman would be a Republican because or, the and, and, party and take, votes against your I best interest. That's what I say. I, I must say the same. I don't know how Jerome can stomach me because I say the same thing every night. How can anyone be a Republican? And, and it really... Uh, maybe I'm living in bizarro world, but it baffles my mind. If you're a senior, how can you vote Republican? They want to take your Medicare and Social Security away. If, if you're a woman, how could you be a Republican? They want to take away your autonomy. If you're diverse, if you're an African American, they ruled against affirmative action. You know, if you're if you're if you're any kind of minority. Yeah. And, and you believe in autonomy and the right to freedom. How could anyone vote against their own interests? And yet he's leading in the Iowa caucus. So and the man, the man is like I said, I said the other night, I'm looking at him. I think the word despicable and repugnant were created for him because there's just not one redeeming characteristic I, and I hate all the airtime they give him also, Lynn. I hate the oxygen that they give him. Why don't, why don't, why don't we just stop covering him? And then he'll just well, fade away. You know, he, he did have a town hall on his, you know, the Trump network or Fox. And so not surprising that they, you know, they gave him, they turned over two hours of their airtime uh, to uh, the former president. You know, four times indicted, 91 charges, go figure. You know, it's like, mm, OK, so I know that I mean, I was always had the knock that they are a predominant. They're, they're very religious. Uh, they are almost all exclusively Caucasian. Um, when you go to Vermont, uh, New Hampshire, the first real primary, this Iowa thing is more like a, you know, a chat. You know, you go, you it's caucus, a warm up, you know, or whatever. You go to a section of the gym and it's not, you know, it's not really a vote. Um, so it's kind of weird. And it's all done in public. So your neighbors know who you are standing with. It's very odd to me because I've never been a part of a caucus situation, but then they go to the first primary in the nation in New Hampshire. Also not as evangelical, but also predominantly white. It's not until South Carolina that you start to see people of color who are actually participating in the process. So at the beginning, you will see the Republican primary system kick off with a bunch of, you know, old crusty white people. And that's, that's simply where it is. Now you won't know until South Carolina, I heard somebody say, very interesting, most of the voters in South Carolina are relatively either new to the state or under age 40, which means that they don't know Nikki Haley from Bozo the Clown. Oh, wow. They were not alive when she was governor. They don't remember her. They don't, are not connected to any of that. So the fact that she was a former governor of the state and UN ambassador, they don't know her from Adam. So it'll be very interesting. She's trying to capitalize on the fact that she's their native son, native daughter yep. to South Carolina. But, yep. you know, I don't know how this is all going to pan out. I just know that anybody who, who makes this choice is voting against their best interest. In well, not opinion. only that, I mean, if I can interject, she's going to South Carolina after her comment about slavery. So, I mean, she she is, when asked about uh, her position on slavery, she couldn't even enunciate that i mean she's 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 a trump she's a female trump and i don't know and she's also bad for women really bad for women she wants a federal ban she just won't say it out loud and i don't know she is. if she would take a vice presidential spot after all she said about trump Ooh. being the right guy back then she doesn't think he's the right guy now but i imagine all of these republicans she raised her hand when said if he's the nominee will you vote for him and she raised her hand 
So that, that tells me volumes right there. You know, mm-hmm. everybody except Chris Christie, who is no longer in the race, every single one of these options raised their hand. I loved and, his exit speech. Yeah. So I, you know, look, I don't know if that's going to happen, but anyway, that's what's happening on Monday. Speaking of, you know, getting engaged and enmeshed in the Sanford, Goldsboro, Midway, across, you know, those communities of color are important to us, are valued by us. And well, they're, important- they're part of Seminole County. They're part of us. They're part of, of the Sendems. I mean, that's of course, it. That is- are we, do we have people in our chat room? Uh, anybody, has anybody shown up? Oh, let me see. Oh, we haven't told them how to do that. What I want you to do, yes, there are people who are watching. If you are out there and you are watching, please go to the comment bar and just say happy Friday. Just say what's going on with you and we will know if you're there. We'll see. I mean, it could be, you know, I have a lot of Republicans who watch and tell me about it later. Uh, so I'll be, I don't know if they're- You have Republican be, friends? Uh, I don't. No, no. Uh, these are Republican. I'll call them trolls, you know, and I hear <laughs> that they were mad about that we said this and that. I'm thinking, what are you doing? Like, they won't ever come on the chat because then they'll be outed as watching, you know. Yeah, of course, of course. Okay, we did jump over. Tomorrow is important because it's on Canvas Crush, right? But where we're trying to re-energize our our, um, inactive voters. But also on Sunday of this weekend, it is, um, there are two things going on. Sunday at one o'clock at the office, if you are pretty new to the SEMDEMs and you would like to figure out where you fit in in 2024, we do a volunteer orientation that is run by our secretary of the board, Leslie Guerra. She tells people all of the things that are important for, you know, how you can get connected to us. It's not just making donations, although that really helps. It's not just marching in the MLK parade. There are so many things you can do in the office. You can call, you can text, you can do whatever. So that happens on Sunday. I didn't want to let it go by without reminding people that, uh, you know, that's something that's happening on Sunday, Tracy. Lynn, Lynn, I have a question about that. Is she's running it in person? If there's a volunteer who's not able to make it, is she also doing it via Zoom? I don't believe it's a Zoom this time. Sometimes okay. it does, but I don't think it's this time. All right. So uh, I would, I would tell, I would stress to everyone out there who's new, who came to our meeting last night, and who's new, or who wants to get involved and doesn't know how. It's really going to be very, very nice. She's a wonderful woman, and it will be really informative on the levels of how you can get involved. Not everybody has to ring a doorbell. Not everybody has to write a postcard. So come yeah, on. I, I do want to say happy Friday to Mindy. She, she follows directions very well. She did write in happy Friday. So happy Friday right back at you. Um, also on Sunday, there's something else happening. If you are uh, a SEMDEM under age 40, uh, our Young Dems is meeting also at the SEMDEM office. Normally they do things um, at the office or online or this kind of thing, but they are going live and in person to the office uh, this weekend. And um, sometimes they go out and do stuff, fun stuff afterwards. So if you are a younger voter under age 40 and want to participate in the Young Dems meeting, because we really need the, you know, Seminole County is exploding in three areas of population. One of them is people of color. One of them is Hispanic voters. And one of them is young voters under 40. We have a lot of voters in Seminole County under 40 and they fall to us because they care about the environment. They care about their childbearing and you know their their female health um all of these things so when young people register to vote many of them don't really know what to do they register often as an npa and then we say to them hey what you really mean is you're a democrat once you start peeling back the onion a little bit you're not an npa you're not a no party person you're really a democrat so if you know someone who is under 40 
who has recently registered to vote or who wants to get connected to us, please have them come to the office at one o'clock for volunteer orientation, but go to the Young SEMDEM meeting at 4 p.m. also on Sunday at the the office. We're gonna be handing out buttons. I wanna show you this button. Wait, can you hang on? Oh, I love those buttons. Go hang on the button. Yeah. So in the meantime, while she's looking for the button, I will say that I love love the fact that we had new people last night at the meeting. Every meeting we're getting new and more people there. We went over our budget and we're ready, prepared to take care of our candidates. As she's getting that, let me talk to you about the gala. April 27th, mark your calendar and get on our mobilized link. We are having a gala at the Wedding Barn in Oviedo. It is our annual, we're making it an annual gala, Blue Rendezvous. Yeah, I might as well speak before you show that. We have only 220 seats, 220 tickets. That's it. This is not a hoax. This is not a bait and switch. That is the truth. And I have to tell you, I am the biggest procrastinator when it comes to pushing the button. I bought my ticket two days ago because how embarrassing would it be to throw this and then not be there and be shut out? We have 80 people already. And I just saw an email where uh, Sharon Lynn, did you get that email? I might if I was busy all morning, but what? Yeah, you probably did. You were out. An email where there's another uh, group, two more groups that want to buy, I believe, two more tables. So the, so really, and this yeah. is April 27th. So I implore you to press the button for that. We also have a VIP reception for an additional $75 where you can brush against candidates and important people in the business. Right. And then the other part of the equation is that we are having a silent auction. So this is my ask of you if you're watching this today. If you have gift cards, which we need to make baskets, if you have an idea, if you have something collectible at home, if you have a skill that you can raffle off, contact the office, Liz Laguerra, contact her and she'll put you in touch or contact Lynn and myself and we'll put you in touch with the people, the committee, the uh, silent auction committee. You might that just go. To, you might just email auction at semdems.com. Then okay. the right people will see what you have to offer. I'm picking up some prints, artwork prints, uh, next Thursday from a lovely artist who found out. She doesn't even live in our county, but she found out about it, and she was so excited about it. And she's coming to bring me four pieces of art that are already framed. They are original works. Well, these are prints of her original works, and she's she's um, allowing us to put them in baskets and auction them off at our, at our fundraiser at this blue rendezvous thing. That let me, takes- let me give you, um, let me give you an example though of a service, you know, you know that I'm an attorney, right? So you can, and what I'm going to do is offer some services for a set amount of money and a limited amount of services. And people can bid on that. The silent auction is an excellent way for us to raise money for our candidates. You can either give us the basket, make a basket, give us the materials that go in a basket. We have a whole committee that will put it together, but it's so important for us to get this together. I see that the gala is coming together. We will be sold out well before April 27th. That's right. So we That's need right. to we're going to have a keynote speaker. We're, we're going to have a keynote speaker. This is another added value at the Semdem Gala. Um, so we would love for you to uh, be there, of course. It, now, the, the uh, silent auction is asking for things, not services, of course, items. Yes, of course. 
Um, we need wine or alcohol because we're making baskets of, you know, including those kind of things. We're also including um, collectibles or, you know, somebody brought us. You can make like a spa basket and get a a pedicure and a massage gift card. You can make a basket for a pet owner, for cats, for dogs, you know, with a book and instruction. You can make a basket for wine lovers with a book about wine and all different bottles. You know, if you're a good cook and you want to, you want to, you could donate a dinner somewhere and get them a gift card for the place or cook a dinner or entertain people. There's so many ways. There's actually a list, a huge list that if you go on, is it auction at Sendems? No, that list is on our website (laughs) and it's on Facebook. Everything that Lynn and I talk about every Friday and everything that comes out of our mouths is on our website. All you have to do on social media. Absolutely. Just click on it. And then if you can't find it, you can reach out to one of us and we'll help you get there. That's right. So the gala is something that is uh, on the way. Now, stuff that's coming up a little closer to now. Um, we talked about Saturday. We talked about Sunday. A couple oh. of things. The volunteer and the uh, you know the volunteer and the young devs on Sunday. Then MLK on Monday. But the following week is one of our really fun things. We're coming back because we had such a good time last time, and it's at a wine bar called Cork and Olive. It's right behind um, Lake Mary Boulevard, behind the Target. Exactly. Lake Mary Boulevard on a street called Sun Drive. And it's right there in a plaza right around the bend. And it it is you get one cocktail, you know, a glass of wine. You also get delicious food. It is a great intimate environment. Um, we had a limit <coughs> last year. We, we oversubscribed our, um, you know, our attendance. So we, he has said if we have more than the 50, then we can have the whole place. I mean, he's happy to do whatever we want to do. He is a lovely small business owner, and we would love to support him um, and and have fun and be together. It's the first party that we're having of the new year, and we would love to have you go. It's a low ticket price. It's only $35. It's the same price as last year. And for $35, you'll have a drink, you'll have food, you'll have camaraderie, Uh and we can get together and get empowered and get get excited about this year because the time is now to get excited, not on the eve of November 2024. That's right. Uh, it is. Uh, that's our big thing. And I really want, you know, people are not. Thinking, did you press the button for that already? I did. OK, so that's where I'm a procrastinator. I need to press the button after this. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to make sure that, you know, you get in because I hate to, again, have anybody turned away at the door. We're, we're not really good at that, turning people away. So we want to welcome everyone in. But it is limited by space, uh, both for the gala and for Cork and Olive. So please, if you are interested in coming, it's on Wednesday. January 24th, it starts at 6.30 to 8.30. It's quick. It's fun. You eat a little something, have a little glass of wine and go home. You're home before Rachel Maddow was on TV or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like you're home by nine o'clock. So it's Alex Wagner, Alex Wagner. Oh, right. It's a Wednesday. So that is absolutely right. So that's how that goes. We would love to, you know, uh, Gosh, we have, you know, I have to tell you something. We have so much going on. Lynn, you need to tell uh, people, you need to tell them everything about um, how Orange County are looking at us now and emulating some of our things, how we are on the map now. That's, it's, I mean, it makes me laugh because I always said that we are about 10 years behind Orange County. Orange County 
well, 20, 30 years ago when I moved here, I've probably been in town 40 years. I was a, a cub reporter. I was covering Orange County Commission. I was covering city council. I was a very energetic young reporter. And I'm covering these people. And every single one of them up on the dais was Republican. And now it is completely different. Now almost everybody in Orange County is, a, is not on not every elected official, but a majority of people in Orange County are Democrats. Um, I know that we are probably about 10, 15 years behind them as far as getting elected, uh, you know, getting people elected as Democrats. Well, here's here's what I know. I'm on a call. We were on a call this week with uh, the one of the uh, FDP. I think she's the voter registration director. And she was talking about um, how she loved the name Canvas Crush. We were talking about we're mailing postcards, we're doing knocking, we're doing phone banking, we're doing texting, all the things we're doing to get people back on the rolls, right? So she said, Canvas Crush, I love that idea. Can I share that with others? Can I, you know, because she was so excited about Canvas Crush. And then she said, there's one other name I heard from Orange County. She said, and I don't know if you've heard this, but they're calling their recurring donor plan the OC Gems, the Orange County Gems. And she said, I, it's so cute. It stands for Give Every Month. And I'm thinking, what? 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 Yeah. So I know I told a friend, a mutual friend of Tracy and, and me, uh, a mutual friend of ours, I told, who's a political woman, I told her about the success in 2023 of the Sem Gems which is our monthly donors. And, you know, we more than doubled it in one year. Um, we're coming up on, a, a, you know, like a, a lot, a big benchmark number. And we're very happy with that. It's very exciting. Not just the number of donors, but the dollar amount of our donors. And so we've been doing this now for more than 12 months. So the, the woman, uh, the FDP lady says, I don't know if you heard this, but Orange County is doing something that is so great. It's called Orange County Gems. And we all looked at each other in the squares and went like, yeah, I said, yeah, because I told them about it. It's our idea. It's Sem Gems. And Tracy came up with the name. Gem stands for give every month. We've been doing it. It rhymes. Sem Dems, Sem Gems. Get it? It's Of course it's our idea. And we're nice enough to share. What is the expression? Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Well, that's what they say. I had yeah. an update. I have a quick update on uh, on the gala. I just got a text from... Um, I just got a text from Sharon Lynn and two more tables were purchased. That's 16 more tickets. So now we're up to 96 seats out of 220. We're almost halfway sold out and we're not even out of January. So I'm begging you if you want to be there. Oh, it's over, over a hundred, 102. She just, uh, she just texted. She Did just, she? Oh. So we are over, well, we're almost at half. We're over the top. We're over the 100 number. Mm -hmm. And this is before we've even done the hard sell and the hard push, which there's I don't no, think There's nothing hard to sell do. about this. Yeah, this is something people want to come to this thing. People want to be connected to the energy and the vibrance of Seminole County. They don't want to just sit at some, you know, snooze fest. This is going to be a great event. We are planning something fun. And, you know, as we always do, we're planning Cork and Olive. We're going all over, you know, Seminole County. We're going to have these monthly fundraisers. This one's in Lake Mary. The next one will be in Sanford. Then we'll go to Castleberry. We'll go to Winter Springs. We'll go all over our community to Longwood and all of that. We'll go everywhere. Those are the monthly fundraisers that are small little gatherings of 50 people. But once a year, 
And we're going to make this every year, right? And, and those small gatherings, no doubt, those small gatherings, if we make $1,000 a month, that's $12,000. That's not small money. It's not so, change at all. So no. that, that is definitely a mailer. That's definitely postcards. That's definitely some sort of material to help our candidates get through. You know, shout out to Lynn. She's just fabulous. This oh, is what, your third year on this? Yeah. Register to vote. Do you see this? It is very simple. I picked this up at the FDP convention. I thought this is brilliant. And this QR code, I know if your nephew can see. You know right? what? Can I have a button? Let's wear them at the um, MLK parade. Yeah, they're making them. I am one step away. I called Larry Guerra. I asked him to please make these buttons for Oviedo and for Sanford. That's We're perfect. Going. We're going to have them. People can come up. And if you just want to make sure you're registered, you can click on this and find out. If you, I'm trying to see if I can stand it straight. If you can do it from your you know, computer, you can do it now. If you want to see if you can update your address, you can do it from this QR code here. If you want to see if you have been dropped or at risk of being dropped, you can do it right from here. The only way you get back is to do something to your voter registration. You got to check on it. You got to change something. You got to update something. You got to update your signature. You got to say, I want to be a Democrat. No more of this NPA silliness. I want to be able to vote in primaries. Center, uh, the whole state of Florida is a closed primary state. What does that mean? I mean, I'm in the weeds. I know what that means, but most people don't know what that means. That means if you're not a Democrat, you can't vote in the Democratic primary. If you are a Republican, you have to vote in the Republican primary. It, and if you're an NPA, you can't You're shut it. out. Yeah, you're tough out of luck. That's it. So I just want to make sure that people register. This is for new people I as well as updates. I'm going to wear that. I'm actually going to put it on my pocketbook and wear it when I go to courthouses all around. Right. Putting it on right now. So, yeah, so that's we're going to have these everywhere over the weekend. Oh, you can't do it that way. Um, so, yeah, so that's what's happening, uh, you know, as far as the gala. That's the next thing on my list. We talked about Cork and Olive. We talked about Canvas Crush, MLK. We can Sims. talk about the um, the February book drive. Oh, that's cool, too. February, as you know, you may remember, is Black History Month. And in conjunction with the NAACP and the Boys and Girls Clubs of Central Florida, and this one is at Westside Community Center, the Boys and Girls Club up there, the Velma, is it Velma Williams? Um, Boys and Girls Club or the Velma Williams Center, Community Center. Um, we are running a book drive, a book donation drive. We have a list of the books again on our website. And these are books that are originally, I thought it was just for kids. But now it's for all the way through high school. Even adult books are welcome because so many of the kids who go to Boys and Girls Club don't have a print rich home. They don't have newspapers. They don't have get magazines. They don't have books they can call their own. Yeah, I mean, so, we're, we're going to bring the library to them, basically. That's right. And they're we're going to give them that's the what books they're calling that they won't Tracy. get. That's right. Mm -hmm. They're calling it a free library. So right. you're going to go, you're going to get it for free. You're going to have a book. You're going to read it. You're going to give it back. You're going to share it with somebody else. It's going to be an awesome thing. So I would love for you to make a donation of a book, you know, a kid's book. Um, it has to, you know, we look, it, I'm, I'm telling you any book that you think that you read in high school is being banned now being banned. I'm talking about yeah. the Fountainhead. I'm talking about Catch-22. I'm talking about the Grapes of Wrath. All the classics that educated us that we read in English Lit are now being banned. So all those books are out of reach of all these students and they really, they really need these books. So go into Barnes and Noble, go into your your closet, wherever you need to get a book, get a book and bring it in. 
We can also, in the front of the book, it's going to say donated by the Semdems. So we would like a new or gently used book. We would love it to have a theme for African-American kids um, or, you know, students or adults, doesn't matter. As I said, it could be any age, per, uh, you know, um, book. But we would love to have um, not just the band books, but specifically for, you know, so they can see themselves in the pictures, so they can see themselves in the, you know, the illustrations, so they can see, you know, that's what we're looking for for this particular uh, book drive is something for Black History Month that will work for the Boys and Girls Clubs of Central Florida, specifically the Sanford uh, chapter. I guess. So the color purple, you know, perfect. So, so think of books, think of books that are outside of reach. Now, actually, you can go online and you can Google or go to our website, we'll have a list of thoughts. And if you go to any bookstore, they'll tell you they have they have piles of banned books, and you can go through them and pick one. That's right. So uh, it's, um, it's that's what's happening in February, now. we're going to bring them over, we're going to put our labels in them, we're going to put them over. Um, and yeah, so that's, that's great. Um, there are, you know, so many things that you can get connected to us. We did, uh, one thing we did last night that was, we've never had this before. And that was, we now have our first, I believe our first African-American who is our Seminole County state committee man. Last night, the election was held between Mario Hicks and other candidates through their name in the ring. Luke, Luke Dow was on, on the ballot as well. And it, Mario won this election last night at the SEMDEM meeting, and he is our uh, new state committee man. After the untimely and shocking death of Jeff Wilkerson, we had to put somebody in his very big shoes, you know, and so Mario was chosen last night by the rank and file, and he will take over as our state committee man. That person is a liaison between the FDP and us, serves on every committee, serves on the candidate committee, serves as a... Yes, they really, they run, they run the interference. So what they do is they get, they represent us to right. the FDP and they get the information from the FDP and give it to us. And then we give them the information, they bring it to the FDP. Very important to have somebody smart, knowledgeable, collegial, and Mario fits all of those. So yep. shout out. It was great. We were very proud. We are very, very proud of that. And so we are, you know, we're going to get him connected to the FTP and make sure I was, that's what I have to write on my list today. I got to call them and find out what do they need to put him on the list. Um, and then the and next thing is, um, I'm sorry, it's getting late. I'm going to have to sign off soon. It's three 40. Oh did my. You, did you want to go to food or did you have another topic you wanted? To let me just, to? let me just see. Okay. Tomorrow I've got a big speech on iDrive. We talked about all the Martin Luther King stuff next Thursday. This is really important. Next Thursday at the Eastmont civic center, where we have our meetings, the rainbow Dems are having a big confab with the Seminole County Sheriff's office. The meeting is at six 30. The Sheriff's office seems to be reluctant to establish safe spaces um, which Orange County and the city of Orlando and other places have done this without a thought. You know, it is a place where you know that if you feel threatened, it's a sticker in the window of a business. It is very, very innocuous, but it is so important to people who feel threatened. And we're trying to work with Seminole County Sheriff's Office and we're getting a little bit of a pushback, which is kind of bizarre to me. But I think I'm going to be at that meeting. I'm really curious. I think see. it's important to find out what is the, the snag there? What's the speed bump? Why are they not welcoming 
um, the Rainbow Semdems and people, you know, the Rainbow community to Sanford, to Seminole County. It's a sticker in the window. I know, but I think a lot of it, I mean, obviously everything is political, right? It's optics. So we'll find out. Lynn and I will be there on Thursday night. Come down and lend support and please be there. I think you should. If you're a supporter of the community, I think that that's really important. And we did not talk about that. So it is, uh, yeah, it's super important that we, we get all of that together. So that's where we are. Um, And let's talk about, well, you know, our favorite topic is really, you know, food. So let's, let's just move right along here to food. Um, And that is today is, well, it's a twofer. There's a bunch of twofers on this list. Today, Friday, the 12th of January is two things. It's, I don't know if I love this, curry chicken. Do you like curry chicken? I love it. You do. Curry chicken. Um, That's today. It's National Curry Chicken Day. And it's also Glazed Donut Day. Oh, I know. My girl, my receptionist here brought in two boxes of Krispy Kreme. And I have ran past the boxes a few times. They're right by the bathroom in the kitchen. I've run past them several times now. And they have not won. So I'm very excited. Oh, that's impressive. All right, Saturday, tomorrow is Gluten-Free Day, National Gluten-Free Day. I know a lot of people are gluten-free. So uh, tomorrow is your day. Hats off to you. It's also Peach Melba Day. I love peaches in any way, shape, or form, but it seems like it's out of season to me. So I don't know why you have in the middle of January, you have peach anything day, but that's what, that's Saturday. Sunday is, oh, this is always a good time. Hot pastrami sandwich day. A hot pastrami sandwich. Now that's at a good deli. A hot pastrami sandwich for me is a showstopper. I don't know where to get one around here, but you know, I'm you got to fly it in from Katz's deli. Right. And finally on Monday, speaking of Katz's deli, it's national bagel day. On Monday, oh, it's now also that is something I can always lose myself. You can wrap yourself around that. It's Bagel Day on Monday. It's also Fresh Squeezed Juice Day. Okay, and I'm like, what? Who who puts that on there? I don't know. And finally, on Monday, uh, it's Martin Luther King Day. You know, but the, it's also Strawberry Ice Cream Day. Again, doesn't feel like the right season for ice no, cream. At it all. seems like it should be a summer thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's the food for this weekend. Uh, Again, today, curry chicken and glazed donuts. Tomorrow, gluten-free and peach melba. Sunday, hot pastrami day. And Monday, bagel day, juice squeezed, fresh squeezed juice day, and strawberry ice cream day. So it's lots of food. I'm sure you'll find something you love. So, oh, somebody says pickles in Longwood to go to hot pastrami sandwich. You know, I haven't tried pickles. So, I mean, that's somewhere I'll have to try it here. I, I like the recommendation. Oh, people yeah. are all over that. So, all Come right. Well, thank you guys for being with us. We will be back. Happy, enjoy, help celebrate Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Dr. King Day is Monday. Go to Oviedo Parade and Festival. Go to the Sanford Parade and Festival, and we'll see you there. Have a great week. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye, everyone.